franchise interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. It's an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 15 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with Ryan Tuckman, the CEO and founder of High Five Sports Franchising. And High Five's mission is to enrich the lives of children through team sports in a fun and non-intimidating manner. We're going to talk to Ryan about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around, because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 15 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Ryan Tuckman, the CEO and founder of High Five Sports Franchising. And High Five's mission is to enrich the lives of children through team sports in a fun and non-intimidating manner. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Ryan. It's great to have you on the show, finally. We would like to ask our guest, where are you calling from this morning, Ryan? I'm actually calling from um, Boca Raton, Florida. 
Okay, where we fantastic. recently moved our headquarters. Oh, great. Terrific. You know, and, and speaking of headquarters, you know, it's interesting because when I was researching High Five Sports, Ryan, I mean, what amazed me was the long history. I mean, I think if we go back, we have to go back to some time <laughs> around. Was it the 1990s? Maybe you could you kind of start there how the company got its start. No, you did your research. Um, I did. Yeah, so in, <laughs> nine, in 1990, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not that old, so I can't take credit for it. <laughs> right. But in 1990, uh, my father, um, he was working at the Board of Trade in Chicago. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, and he, you know, kind of had that aha moment when right. um, in the 80s, you know, he was volunteer coaching for me when I was little and all the various, right. you know, I played every sport pretty much. Yeah. And he said, you know what, this can be done so much better, right? You know, like yeah. a lot of most of the guests we probably have. Mm-hmm. And he left, the, he left uh, the corporate world and went set out to create his own youth sports organization because, uh-huh. you know, back then it was primarily, you know, you do the YMCA, do the JCC, right. the fees that were around, or the city. And the majority yep. of them were volunteer coaches. It's apparent right. that, eh. So um, he did a – created the the first private version, I would say, on the North Shore of Chicago, the suburbs, where it was, you know what, I'm going to get coaches, I'm going to get college athletes that aren't going to the pros, or, you know, players that, you know, played overseas, came back, PE teachers. So we got a great group together and started basketball leagues, a a summer camp where kids that like sports that don't want to necessarily sleep out. Um, mm-hmm. Or have arts and crafts and sing-alongs, and it's just strictly sports. But it's it's right. structured, right? So right. he started all that in 1990. Um, fast forward 10 years, he partnered with a gentleman um, in Chicago and opened up mm-hmm. the second location. So that okay. was two. Um, my brother grew up, Danny, going through all the programs. So he mm-hmm. kind of he got to experience it. I was working there in high school you know, storekeeper right. or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I went away to college. I moved to New York City. I was in the corporate world. I did a right. lot of work in advertising, sales, mm-hmm. marketing for startups. Um, I moved back to Chicago. I was married, and I had my first uh, child in 2007. And around mm-hmm. that time is when I had the same kind of epiphany where I said, <laughs> you know what? I've done all right. these things. I've done. I worked at all yeah. these companies, but nothing has been – more fulfilling or easy to sell than a right. parent calling the office saying, hey, I have an eight-year-old. He's never mm-hmm. played anything before. Right. Um, Saturday mornings is great. What, what do you have? And I tell them, mm-hmm. boom, sign me up. So right. that's when I made the decision. I'm going, I'm done, and I'm going to high five to grow the family business and build that's it great. as a national brand. And the ultimate goal is, Anyone who moves anywhere in the country with a family, I want them to say, you know what, where's the closest high five? Right. Um, and that's been my goal when I started in 2006 and it remains my goal today. And uh, we're a national brand now and we're getting there. That's great. It sounds like your brother is still involved in the organization, Ryan? Yes. So he is, uh, you know, he, he's a managing partner of that mm-hmm. first location today, which um, actually um, – also became a high five sports zone. So mm-hmm. that's part of, you know, the history, if you want me to get into that, how I yeah. change things. But that, right. so when I, um, you know, when I had that epiphany and the goal, mm-hmm. you know, I've always said, you would say, yeah, 
your father killed it where you guys grew up. Mm-hmm. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Do it across state lines where you don't know anybody. So oh, I set up a partnership at Scottsdale to do kind of the same thing, but hands off. So it would be structured more like a franchise, right? Right. Consulting, right. business in a box. And then I raised some seed capital and opened up in Silicon Valley, California, Menlo Park, where I did a okay. lot of business and I knew there was a need. And that was in 2011. Um, both locations wow. succeeded. Um, that's great. So I knew the models worked. And yeah. that's when I said, you know what? I've always wanted to live in California. I moved my family out to California where that location right. was in 2014. And, uh, you know, then set out to innovate, you know, because okay. I don't want to be in a business where there's a, a coach that could roll the ball out and compete, right? Right. It just kind of all happened at once where – we couldn't find a place to run programs in San Francisco in the city because mm-hmm. we were growing. Wanted right. to do another corporate location. And there was a Walgreens for, for lease, high mm-hmm. ceilings, converted it into the first high five sports zone model, which is brick wow. and mortar. You have all the programs inside. Imagine Chuck E. Cheese, but instead of video games, it's right. a, you know, one or two turf fields, basketball courts. And we have wow. a whole reward system as well. So when, when children, you know, demonstrate, you know, our core values, they'll yeah. be rewarded with a Murphy coin, who was our wow. mascot. It's named after my beloved uh, French bulldog Murphy that passed okay. away. And now wow. we immortalize him. And he's our six-foot yeah. French bulldog that you'll find walking around. So open that first facility in San Francisco. And then through everything I learned, I mm-hmm. like to scale through franchises because I, I right. use that partnership in Scottsdale to learn from it. And comparative, mm-hmm. to scale right. the model, I like the franchise system the best. So I set up the franchise network in late 2015. And today we have uh, 12 home-based franchises, which is, uh, you wow. know, they rent facilities. And then we have five uh, brick-and-mortar high-five sports zones, and we're just getting started. It's a great story, Ryan. You know, what impressed me when I was reading about your business model was like this, this word that kind of stood out to me was, was non-intimidating because my son, he mm-hmm. kind of got a little bit involved in sports, but sometimes the coaches might have been like a little bit abrupt and things like that. And some of them, you know, shouldn't have been coaches, kind of like as, as, as you mentioned, you know. Um, you know, and, and, and I think that's an important part of your business model, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Not, and I, I feel terrible that happened to your child, but yeah. that that situation is what really drives us to do what we do every day. Because mm-hmm. I always use the example: you have a six-year-old plays um, soccer for his right. or her first time, right? Right. They have right. a coach that maybe shouldn't be. They yell. They do something. Yep. Right. <laughs> first thing that can happen is that child comes home. I don't, you know what, mom, dad, I don't like soccer. You want to try basketball? No. And it kind of ruins that trajectory that they could have been on. So our whole philosophy is we want to expose children to all the various team sports in a non-intimidating, fun way so they can decide which path they go on. Because, look, sometimes they just don't like a sport. It doesn't matter who the coach is. But if you expose them to more than one, oh, Soccer wasn't for me, but I love basketball. And yes, by right. making that, like right. all this, there's just so many lessons that can be learned playing team sports that you just won't get in school. Yeah, you know, I agree. Uh, if you I, don't I, like I, someone I on your team, 
you know, all those yep. things. So, yeah, you could stop. Right. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's so true. I, I think we found out later on, you know, right, right. Like, it wasn't that he didn't like the sport. He didn't like the coach, you know. And, and you know, exactly. but his thing was, as a young person, was I don't like, you know, I don't like baseball, you know. And, and it was a shame, you know, that that, that, that happened. But I think, I think it happens a lot, you know. It um, does. And, and it's, so we, it's, we coin it's ourselves by saying we do everything with a sense of humor. So that's kind of how we help that make right. it more fun. You know, like right. in basketball, there's a defensive slide. We call it, you know, the chicken wing dance. Okay. You know, the little kids get a kick out of it. So there's certain things we just need to do to make it fun and, not, and like I said, not intimidating so they don't get right. turned off. And their attention exactly. spans aren't that long, so you gotta you got to really know what you're doing. <laughs> Yes, you do. That's Absolutely, I would, I would agree with that. And I think it's 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 a wonderful service. So when you're meeting with someone, like if you were at like a franchise show, Ryan, you know, and someone kind of like you know came up to your booth and they say like, oh, high five sports, you know, the, what do you guys do? And how do you you kind of hit a lot of the key points? But how do you typically describe the concept to someone? Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's not it, it, in the past. It hasn't been the easiest way to explain. So, but sure, what right. we, what I would say is. You know, we are a youth sports entertainment franchisor. Mm-hmm. So we have two franchise models where you can do a home base. Like I said, you know, you can work from home and you rent schools, community centers, or you have a franchise through our brick-and-mortar high-five sports zone. And what we do is we offer all the various team sports for children from preschool through middle school. So it starts right. preschool classes, birthday parties, leagues, camps, School break camps. There's no school on teacher conference. We'll have a camp. We want to work with parents and help them. In the summer is our marquee program, which is our high five sports camp. So we give you the tools to do what you're passionate about, which is, you know, playing sports and enriching the lives of children through sports. But our difference is, you know, we, we, I don't, I don't really see any competitors out there because of, what the way we do it and the type of facilities that we build. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great way to describe the business. And how does, how does, how does technology or does technology play a role in, in, in the business model, Ryan? It does play a role. So mm-hmm. going back, you know, a lot of the things we do are from the seven years that I spent in Silicon Valley, which is, right. you know, just, you know, working with some of the smartest people in the world yeah. and meeting them. And right. technology, the way we harness it, we do two things. So we um, we have a back end to our, you know, a private password protected system, which is everything you need, contracts, manuals, all that. So that's mm-hmm. pretty basic. But what right. we've done is we've taken our reward system to another level, which is when the kids are rewarded Murphy coins, we have an area where they could de- redeem them for prizes. We've digitized mm-hmm. all of it, and we've oh, wow. added an element of financial literacy. Um, we're not, you know, there's companies out there that it's Step, Kachinga, there's a few of them. They teach financial literacy. They give teenagers debit cards, and now they're even mm-hmm. starting to younger kids where they could track everything and learn. So what we did was we allowed, um, you know, parent, child, and we're, we have young kids at these locations. They set up an account on our digital Murphy Mart, and um, they set a goal. So you have a five-year-old there that says, you know what, my goal is to get this branded, you know, high-five sports zone chair, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Right, um, right. And it sets the goal, and they can log in there, and as they acquire coins, we digitize them so they could see the progress. And then if they want to redeem something, they can do it online. 
and then they show up at one of our facilities or camps and they'll get the product. Um, but I would say the best part of this and how we use uh, is when you get that four-year-old who comes to the counter and they say, okay, I have four Morphe coins. What can I get? And right. the staff member says, you can get this or you could save and get this down the line. So we're teaching children, which mm-hmm. you never think you do in youth sports, right? Right. Um, the first lesson in financial literacy, which is savings versus instant gratification. And right. it's almost comedic to watch yeah. their face. And I'm telling you, it almost right. it makes our staff get the biggest kick out of it. Well, they're really thinking wow. about it. And they're young kids, so they make funny <laughs> right. faces. They look at their That's mom great. or dad. And after five minutes, <laughs> make the decision. That's but, great. Um, so we use technology in that respect and also um, – you know, the way we communicate with our, you know, corporate team because we're all remote mm-hmm. and our franchises. And we are in the process of building our brand new website as we speak. So awesome. there will be a play in there as well. Have you but I will say it? this to you. Okay. We stay away from it, though, and that's why what we do, like eSports, video right. games, iPads, right. Um, right. we're the break. But we right. do use the technology to help the business in certain aspects. Of course. Yeah. No, I think that's wonderful. And I like how you mentioned, too, that, you know, you are and your franchisees are teachers because, you know, because you you grew up playing sports. Obviously, you know that there's there's Mm -hmm. many benefits to playing sports, isn't there? Right. I mean, whether it's leadership or teamwork or overcoming obstacles and things like that. I mean, so there's really um, some valuable lessons from playing sports, isn't there? Yeah, and you just hit two of our uh, values right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true, absolutely. So I, I, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's great. I'm thinking about, you know, in your industry, because it, it seems to me you, you may even cross over into different industries, Ryan, but I guess it's safe to say that you're part of a, a, a big industry, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, the youth sports industry is a multi-billion dollar industry yeah. right now. And that, right. En- that encompasses, you know, companies like us and then, you know, mm-hmm. the travel groups. So, it, you know, right. but it is. And coming out of the pandemic, um, yeah, it is the hottest I've seen it since I've been in the business. Um, and I even talking to my father, it's just, the it, we had our best year to date, 2021, 2022 wow. is even better. And That's it's just great. now just parents want their kids out. You know, and yeah, doing of exercise course. and having fun. Right. We've been through the ringer, right? Of course. Yeah, we, we, we've, it's, it's been the theme, you know, during COVID, you know, I mean, when, when it was happening and it was, you know, you, you felt bad for, you know, a lot of the franchisors, some of the struggles that, that they went through. You, you mentioned your, your, your dad, um, you know, what does he think about all of this, you know, Ryan? I mean, it must be interesting because, you know, he, he started this concept, which kind of started off small, like anything else, you know, and now mm-hmm. today it's, 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 it's a big franchise. So it would be interested to see what your dad's feelings are where you are today. Um, he loves it. I mean, he's 75 yeah. years old. Um, wow, so it, it's our goal. And and he, you know, he doesn't want to stop working. So he's That's still great. involved um, at, at a higher level, you know, with some concepts. But, yeah, he's, you know, he, he's very uh, happy and, mm-hmm. and hopefully he's proud of uh, what we've done. Oh, I imagine I would he, assume is, he is, right? I mean, because <laughs> I'm sure this wasn't maybe – maybe his vision in the beginning, you know, I mean, he was thinking of starting this, this, this business where there was a need, you know, and, you know, not looking, you know, maybe 20, 30 years into the future to see what it became, you know, what his two sons did was, was, you know, I, I, I think it's fascinating. Does, does anything stand out? You know, one of the questions we like to ask 
someone like yourself, Ryan, is, I mean, does anything stand out over the years? Like, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you? I'm sure you probably have, like, 100 stories you can give back to me, but does anything stand out over the years for you? Yeah, one one situation really jumps out. Um, mm-hmm. I was in New York flying back to San Francisco. Um, I got a standby. I didn't think I'd make, make my flight. You know, there right. was this, I, I was a meeting. I got to the airport late, and I got mm-hmm. it. I finally got a ticket. I sit down. You know, I'm in the middle seat. <laughs> it, it's a six-hour flight. Was not happy. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there trying to get everything together, and I took out, yeah. you know, you know, one of the, you know, just some work I was working on. I had our logo on there. Person next to me on the right says, do you work for High Five? Oh, wow. I, you know, I said, yeah, you know, I'm the, I'm the CEO founder. Um, wow. He's like, yeah, he's like, I was at a birthday party in um, San Francisco, at your San Francisco location oh, my last God. week. It's like, it's wow. really cool. And then the, oh, la- yeah. the lady to my left, it's like, this is crazy. I was at wow. a birthday party in Westchester. So oh my I'm God. sitting on an airplane, <laughs> um, and this is maybe 2000, I would say 2016, and yeah. two people heard of the heard of us, right. and it was both coasts when we started in Chicago, oh so that hit God. me hard. Um, of course it, it did, I, yeah. yeah. You know what? It, this means we're national. Very cool. Yeah. What a feeling. Yeah, I can only imagine, Ryan. You know, it's a, that, that's a great story. So... Maybe we could talk a little bit about franchising. So I know that I think it was like it was around 2015, 2016, you know, you started franchising Mm -hmm. the concept. So when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, whether it's you or your your, your brother or anyone else in the organization, I mean, what's important to you when taking on a new franchisee, Ryan? Are there any characteristics or traits that are important to you? Sure. Um, And I will say, you know, most franchisors have the similar story where when they first start selling right. compared to as they learn and grow, they yes. realize, you know what? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you, of course. Just because someone's willing to spend the money doesn't mean right. you have to do it. Um, right. But, um, you know, today it's, you know, I'll say one thing, that what the pandemic did do um, to our industry, it weeded out the people that were in it for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. And because it was difficult. Um, and I, and I, I just wanted to add this, you know, a lot of national brands in our industry were wired. And that, uh, I wanted to say, was the other second interesting thing. I've yeah. never in my career been a, and seen all these acquisitions, been approached that much. And I'm right. seeing it was because, you know, in most cases, because they just, you know, didn't want to, I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. But oh, yeah, that back, is interesting. Um, characteristics, you need to have a passion for this. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, there are investors that come in with a passion and they hire people, but for me, right. the best operators that we have that I've seen are the owner, operator, who has a passion for sports, has has played sports in some capacity, knows everything that we talked about, right, how important the right. experience is, and also someone that is coachable. Because the right. worst thing you can get is a franchise owner that, you know, thinks they know more than the system and they do their own thing. And usually when that happens, they fail. So, right. you know, you need someone who is, is happy to be coached and listen to what has worked. So right. all those things together will create a, a successful location and owner. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think that's a, a great response. And so how does the training work then, Ryan? I mean, once you decide that you do indeed like them, they like you, and they want to come on board as a franchisee, I mean, how does the training work? Do they come out to corporate for that, or how does that work? Yeah, so, you know, we do it in a number of parts, and it depends mm-hmm. on the season that they're, you know, okay. they bought. So, for example, sure. if, you know, they they just bought a franchise and it's close to the summer, we'll send them to our summer flagship summer camp location in the North Shore suburbs, the one my brother to this day still manages. So okay. they're learning from the best. So yeah. if it's during the year, it'll be at the High Five Sports Zone in that community. Um, but what we do is it's not all at once. It's, right. You know, we get them to – so my brother's in charge of turning these coaches into what we call local celebrities, the mayor of their community, where okay. kids are dressing up like on Halloween. They go to the grocery store. Everyone knows who they are. How right. do you get there? So we bring them and, put, and show them, you know, show right. don't tell. So they go to the location. We put them through all the operational aspects of it. And then um, there's a lot of work with myself on marketing and business development, which can be mm-hmm. done in person through video calls and is, and is an ongoing part of the business. Okay. So it's usually they certain get to certain levels, and that's right. the training. Like if someone buys a zone, in the beginning, the key parts are the build-out, helping you get right. everything to be ready. And then it's, okay, I need to run the programs. You get to that. And I feel if you do everything all at once, it is an overwhelming process. So yeah. I think we've got it down pretty well. And it sounds like two, but we cover right, it all. Yeah, I was going to say you have like it sounds like so it's is it two, so it's two different models then it sounds like so there's there's the retail model and then there's the I guess you model where almost like you can have like the home based business right is that is that kind of how it works? Yeah, so the home base is called the High Five Sports Club and the okay. brick and mortar is the High Five Sports Zone. Right. Um, however, they're running the same programs. Okay. And the beauty of our brick and mortar concept is we, we call it retail with reach because right. if you have this facility, you still have your territory, but yeah. you have that large summer camp at a school. You right. still have everything. So basically, when you have a, a zone, you have both. Okay. So you're doing stuff on site. You're at schools, after school programs. You have out large, you know, because you can only fit so many people in. So there's a really large flag football league. We take that out to a park. So it's right. just a bigger version gives you more options. Sure, yeah. And that, it's no, a that, bigger birthday party business, of course. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I, I imagine. And I'm sure every day is a little bit different, but is there a such thing as a, a typical day for your franchisees, right? I'm <laughs> sure maybe Mondays are different from Saturdays, you know, but is there such oh, a thing? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I would say, you know, the, it, it's pretty similar until you hit the summer. Um, because, okay. you know, we have seasonal programs. Um, the right. weekends are obviously the most popular. And mm-hmm. then we have, you know, when school's out, those times are popular. During the nine to three hour, it's when we're working with uh, preschool kids and even kids as young as two. So we piloted wow. a program at our uh, North Shore, Illinois location with my brother. We always pilot stuff with him. That's the way we right. do it. And okay. it's a transitional twos program where, you know, a, mo- a mother or a father will come with a two-year-old and we'll do a little program with them for, you know, an hour, hour right. and a half. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, we're constantly just trying to evolve it. 
because you've been doing this for a while now. So when we have someone like yourself on the show, Ryan, and, and mm-hmm. you kind of hit on some key points earlier on, but you know, there's, there's so much out there in franchising today. I think they say there's something like 3,500 different franchise opportunities in the U.S. So it gets a little bit overwhelming. You know, we find that a lot of our listeners to the show in the, in the early stages, they're they're confused because they're like, okay, there's all this out there. Where, where do I, where do I begin from everything you've learned mm-hmm. up to this point? What, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? You mentioned some key points like, you know, passion and uh, being coachable. Um, is there anything else that kind mm-hmm. of stands out? So, if, okay. So if, so if someone's out there, I want to buy a franchise. I'm not really sure what and you're seeing thousands right. of options. Right. Um, right. You know, follow your passion you know, right. as I've learned, you know, what is the saying? You know, if you love what you do, you never work mm-hmm. a day again. You yeah, know, if, if you're not into yeah. home improvement, maybe you shouldn't go for the gutter cleaning business. I'm right. Just an example. Sure. Um, right. If you happen to love sports, and I'm just saying mm-hmm. it, you know, do what, do what you're passionate about because you usually do the best. But what I would say, yeah. when you get far down the, the road with wh- whichever model you like, um. I, you know, from my experience, I think it's very important to like who you work with. Um, mm-hmm. If you, yeah. you know, if you love the concept, but you're walking away like, you know what, the CEO or the VP, right. eh, yeah. you're, you're yeah. kind of, you're, it's, you're in a marriage a little bit. So, right. you know, just right. really, you need to really be excited about your franchise or who you're working mm-hmm. with and most importantly, the product. So I think, right. You know, that is a key part, too, because you yeah. got to, I believe you got to love who you work with and be happy with what you're doing. And, you know, and I would just take that mantra to choosing, you know, your franchise. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's great advice, Ryan. So I can ask you, you know, being the CEO and founder of the company, Ryan, I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, let's say it's, whether it's a year mm-hmm. or three years or five years, where do you see High Five Sports? I see our sports zone concept growing because that's a a big focus and Mm -hmm. um, expanding the programming and activities on site. You know, I will say one thing. We are looking at a 2.0 version, which is Mm -hmm. larger. And um, and so that's kind of, you know, the future is I see in all the in the top markets, there will be a zone and it will eventually appeal to you know, not just the younger kids, but, you know, right. a variety of ages and types of oh, people. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Our goal That's is we, we're entertainment. Um, and it, yeah. my father, when he founded the business to this day, mm-hmm. he calls it family entertainment. You know, right. when I right. was younger watching him, there would be basketball games. He'd bring it. Are, where are, you, are you in Chicago by any chance? So I'm in Eastern Pennsylvania, actually. Yeah, we're about 50 okay, miles from Philadelphia. Miles. Yeah. No problem. So there's a group called the Jesse White Tumblers. They're big in Chicago. They're okay. a really talented group of, you know, they'll like do flips over 20 people kind of thing mm-hmm. on a trampoline. So, like, we would have a basketball, you know, the typical league, but he'd bring in these acts. And, he, and his goal <laughs> was, I don't want it just to be about just the kids. Yeah. Um, the kids, I want them to have a blast, but I also want the parents, the grandparents. Right. I want the whole family to come and there'd, there'd be a popcorn machine. So like that concept is kind of, you know, yeah. and I don't even know what the question was at this point, but you know, oh, that's that okay. no. kind of, Oh yeah. So that mentality is kind of what we're taking to the zone as right. we expand it because it is a somewhat newer model for us. We eventually right. want the whole family to be entertained under one roof. 
So and that's what maybe I was thinking, it happened, you know, or maybe yeah. not. <laughs> it was, no, because it, it was funny. When I was asking you the question, you know, about the industry, I'm thinking, you know, okay, it's like, okay, so what industry? Like, because I was thinking of entertainment industry. I'm thinking of sports industry. I'm thinking of education. I'm thinking of children. I'm saying, like, there's this amazing crossover. You know, you kind of touch upon all these different industries, but entertainment seems to be a big one for me as well. You know, as I said, you know, this, this, this is a fantastic model, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I love it. And, you know, I started my career in entertainment. You know, I was an yeah. uh, aspiring filmmaker in New York City oh, wow. uh, for, for for a couple of years. Right. I, I wow. made an independent film, and I've just always loved entertainment and sports. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a natural. And my yes. my brother and father were all on the same page where we just want, you know, and my brother for a little, you know, he was promoting events. So, like, we all come from that world of right. having events families, kids, and, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're going with this. That's terrific. What's the best way, Ryan, for our listeners to get more information on High Five Sports? Of course, as the, the franchise opportunity, but even, even the service itself, are there any websites you can kind of, like, plug or, or direct them to? Sure. Yeah, I would go to um, highfivesports.com, which is okay. H-I-F-I-V-E-S-P-O-R-P-S, highfivesports.com. Um, sometimes people spell high differently, so it's H-I-F-I-V-E, okay. sports.com. And everything's on there, even our franchising tab and our consumer site. So if you're looking for a location near you, it'll be on there. Philly is on my list as well, that market. That's great. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we get something close to you and we can meet one day. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Ryan, and I'd already like to invite you back, you know, over the next year or so as you continue to grow, because I think this is a wonderful franchise opportunity. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much. This is my pleasure, Ryan. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. <laughs> 